Welcome back to Real When Shared. This is going to be, I think, the second last episode before the end of season one. So we'll have one more storytelling episode next week, and then that will be it for season one. And I'll take a bit of a break, and then I will be back in the fall, I think. That's a loose kind of schedule. So we'll see how we do. So I keep a notes app full of stories I want to talk about. And I asked someone which story I should tell this week. And they were like, you should tell your ghost stories. And that's so different than my usual stuff I've been talking about. I haven't talked about like controversial. Is that controversial? Well, something that someone may not believe in, you know, a lot of people when I'm like, oh, yeah, like I've had paranormal experiences. They're like, the ghosts aren't real. But seriously, when, and also when you have someone else to back you up in the stories, 100% it's real. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's begin. It was a dark and stormy night. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, we're not going to start like that. But my first story that I can remember, like my very, my earliest memory of this happening to me goes back to when I was like a preteen. I think I think that was my first encounter was when I was like a preteen, like around that age. And all of these events happened around the same time. It was really weird, like between grade eight, maybe grade seven, grade eight, grade nine. So between the ages of like 12, 13, 14. And also like this wasn't a paranormal thing, but something really creepy happened. Like I'll maybe I'll talk about that too because it was creepy. We'll see how long the episode goes. But anyway, so first experience of something happening. So the first time I started noticing something was off, and I think my sister did too, was when we shared a room and our room was painted light green and we had like puppy wallpaper along the top. I swear this is important that, that the room is painted green and then it's not. You'll, just, you'll see. Um, and we would often have... Um, like some friends over and I remember a specific time, I can't remember who was there, but we had friends over and we were just hanging out in our room and me and my sister had this really tall white bookcase with things on it. And I just remember like we would see things just fall off and we were like, how did that happen? There is no explanation for that. There's no wind. The, the bookshelf didn't move. We didn't have a cat that jumped up there. Nothing, nothing could have moved it. And things would just fall off shelves. And I think we just kind of brushed it off like that. That's weird. But it wasn't until I had a very profound experience that I was like, holy shit, the house we live in is haunted. And I know everyone talks about it. Like when you turn the lights off at night, most people zoom up the stairs because it feels like someone's behind you watching you and following you and chasing you. But it actually felt like that, not only in the basement, but like more specifically around, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Ah, my spine. Uh, around the main staircase, like going from the main level to the top floor where our bedrooms are. If we turned off the lights, we hated being the last one downstairs and then running up. Like I, I think I always walked up backwards calmly because I was so scared. I would rather do that and see what's behind me than just bolt upstairs and some, some, someone could just like grab, grab me behind me without me even seeing. So I'd rather just walk up backwards and know what's coming but there was always this like eerie energy that uh, I didn't like it I never felt safe in that house 
Dear God, thinking about that just made me stumble my words so much. I hope you caught that. Oh, okay, so um, when I went into grade nine, I begged my dad to like get my sister out of my room. And I was like, we are too old to be sharing a room. You know, we're going through puberty. It's a little too much now. We're a bit old. And I like convinced my dad. And finally, I got my own room and my sister moved across the, around the hall. Anyway, so this is where the painting comes in because I didn't want to have light green walls with puppies along the top anymore. So for the painting process, uh, we had to move everything around the walls, like touching the walls to the center of the room. And my bed ended up being in the center of the room and, you know, to get things done and paint and stuff. So I ended up sleeping in the middle of my room on my bed. So I wasn't against the wall, like in the corner where I used to be. And so this uh, terrifying experience, whew, okay, so I, I, I actually used to sleep with all the lights off until this one night. Uh, okay, so I am slowly falling asleep and all the lights are out. I still have my nightstand beside me with a little lamp, but it's not on because I never had to sleep with a light on. And all of a sudden, I hear light footsteps walking around my bed. Um, like, my floor creaked a little bit. Our house was not the newest, so when you stepped in places, it would creak. And I heard footsteps walking around the bed. But I, I was like, you know what? I'm just really tired. It's nothing. I was a little bit kind of like, hmm... Was that real? Was that not real? I wasn't too sure. So I was still keeping my, I was still listening. But I, at the same time, I was like, if I don't hear anything, it's fine. And I'll just go to sleep. And the first time I heard it, it walked around one way. And then this time, because it happened again, it started walking around again, a full circle around my bed the other way. And I was like, okay. This is the second time now this is happening, and I actually hear this. Something is walking around me. I'm like, I'm not hearing things. This is real. And I was getting so scared. I, I, I was laying on my back at this point, just, I think I might have been under my covers. I was so scared. I was frigid because I knew something was walking around me. And at this intense moment of fear, once it reached the end of my bed, because it did a full loop again, something grabbed my foot and I felt its grasp on my foot. I, I felt it and I screamed and I reached for my lamp and I turned it on. And as soon as I turned on my lamp, it let go of my foot. What the hell was that? Obviously, right away, I was like, all right this house is haunted. We have a ghost. And since that night, I have forever slept with a light on in my room. To this day, I'm 33 years old. I sleep with a little lamp on in my room. I sleep with my salt lamp on. I can't have it pitch black. I'm too terrified. Ever since that night, when I was in the middle of my room and something grabbed my foot and it walked around my bed. So this one, unfortunately, I have no one to back me up with, but I, it, people can only take my word for it. That's what happened to me. That's why I sleep with a light on to this day. <laughs> um, but an incident did happen 
again with my sister involved. So remember the things falling off the shelf that happened. My sister was there. Another thing happened and my sister could vouch for it. I don't know if she would today. I don't even know if she remembers, but I remember this. Okay, so let's talk about dogs and animals for a second because this comes into play. (laughs) So at the time, we had a dog named Toby. And do you agree with me or do you not agree? Maybe you can chat with me (laughs) on my Real When Shared Pod Instagram account. Okay, animals can sense things that we can't. I think that is true. I think they can see things we can't see or maybe into like, you know, like the spirit realm or uh, another a parallel universe or something. I don't, I think they can see spirits or ghosts or something. I think they can, you know, they have that ability and we don't. And they can sense things. Because this night, my dog was acting weird. So usually around late at night, midnight, whatever, um, when my dad and my mom are already in bed, I get hungry and I usually go down for like a midnight snack. So that's what I was doing this this night. <laughs> Um, I saw my sister was still awake because her bedroom light was on. I saw it underneath the the door frame there. And which made me feel more comfortable because usually I was always the last one awake. And I I hated that. It made me feel so scared and uncomfortable. I hated being the last one up at night. Um, Anyway, so I was like, okay, my sister's awake. I'll go downstairs and I'll get a snack. And as I was going down the stairs, um, I like I peered over the railing and I saw oh before I went down the stairs this is why I also went down I was going down I saw my dog in the hallway just like going like and they kind of just like walking in circles and staring in places and I was like Toby what's going on and also talking to my dog makes me feel more at ease as well (laughs) just like someone else is there you know so Toby was there to protect me So I start going down the stairs and I get about halfway down our stairs, like curl, curled down, like kind of like a C, you know, like it curled down like that. I get about like halfway down the, the curling stairs to go see what's wrong with my dog and to go get a snack. And I stop because I hear something footfalls again. I hear someone walking. It's always the damn footfalls. I hear someone walking from like where our kitchen would be down the hall, which would be towards Toby and towards the stairs. I hear someone walking that way and I am getting goosebumps now. I lose my shit. I bolt right back up the stairs and I I might have even gotten a bit further actually because I remember like running quite a bit. So maybe I was like three fourths of the way down and then I bolt right back up the stairs and when I reach the top... My sister opens the door. She's like, what are you doing? And when she asked that, right away in my head, I was like, wait, I have to play this cool. I need to know if she will experience the same thing. So when she asked what I was doing, I was like, oh, I just went downstairs and I had a snack and I just came back up. She's like, you went down and had a snack? Like confused that I would go do that in like at night at this hour by myself. And I was like, yeah, Toby's there. He's fine. I just got a snack. She's like, yeah, I'm hungry. I was like, okay, then you go get a snack. And she's like, okay, yeah, I will. And then in my head, I was like, yes, I wonder if it'll happen to her too. So I'm anxiously waiting and I'm at the top of the stairs. Oh, also actually like, cause my sister was afraid, I think of our house too. 
So I remember even like when we shared a room, she'd be like, oh, which way are you facing? You're facing the door or are you facing the wall? Because she was always scared. And she was, if I was not facing the door, then she would have to face the door in case something came in. And she was like, can you just like watch from the top of the stairs? Like (laughs) I always had to be on the lookout. We just, yeah, it was, I think she was scared living there too. Anyway, so she's going down the stairs. She gets actually further than I do. She makes it to the very bottom of the stairs when she hears the exact same thing. She bolts up the stairs. She runs right back up. I'm like, whoa, Michaela, what are you doing? And she's like, something is down there. Something was walking in the hallway. I'm not lying. And I was like, you heard it too? She's like, wait a second. You heard that? And you let me go down there? (laughs) And I explained, I was like, I didn't know if I was going crazy. I needed to know that you would hear it too. I didn't know if it would just be me. And I was like, and then we both looked at each other in fear and we burst into our parents' bedroom and we turn on their light and we're like, mom, dad, something's downstairs. There's someone or something downstairs walking around and our parents are looking at us. They're so pissed because we just woke them up and they're like, are you serious? My dad's like, no one is down there. And like me and my sister know what we heard. We heard the creaking of footsteps walking in that hallway because we walk in that hallway. We know what it sounds like. And we were like, we, since we both experienced it, like we couldn't believe our parents were like, now there's nothing there. They wouldn't even go look because usually like if we're scared, my dad will like go and look at something. And he's like, all the doors are locked. Nothing is there. And then my sister and I were like, fine, we're sleeping on the floor in your bedroom. And we did that because we were so scared and they wouldn't believe us. So yeah, that along with the thing walking around my bed, those were the two like scariest things that happened to me, like with a paranormal experience or encounter, I guess you should, you could say. Um, and then like little things we would notice, like my sister one time was in the basement and she said that she saw this white orb floating in the in the like air around her and then she like got so scared when she saw it and just ran up the stairs I never saw that but like little things here and there and then one day it was time for us to make renovations on the um, carpet in the hallway downstairs like on the main floor where we heard the creaking like those footsteps and oh gosh ah I think my sister was on my side with this too. So when we ripped up that carpet, like literally right in that same hallway where we heard those footsteps walking towards us that day when we went down the stairs or that night, sorry, in that exact area, once we ripped up the carpet on the natural like wooden floor beneath it, it was stained dark red. Hmm. What the hell does that indicate, right? The first thing that goes through my head, that's blood. Someone died here. Someone died right there. Our house is, that, that, that just sealed the deal for me. I'm like, our house is haunted. My dad thought I was like insane, I think. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what my sister thought. I can't remember, but I was like, that is 100%. Someone died there. Yeah, that, that just explains everything going on in this house. And this creepy thing that happened, this one I don't think is paranormal. I mean, the thing, I could see it, so, and my dad spoke to it, so it's human, right? Oh, God, now I sound like that woman on the airplane. (laughs) Okay, 
I'll just tell the story. Okay, so it's really late at night, probably even like middle of the night at some point. I don't know if I'm awake or not. I could be awake because of insomnia or sleeping. I can't recall. But I know that I got out of bed because I heard Toby barking downstairs. And so I opened my door and I saw that my dad also heard Toby barking. So he also woke up and came out into the hallway. Everyone else stayed asleep. Okay, I'm going to try to describe this so you can visualize it. So if you were to walk up to our front door in like my parents' house where I used to live um, and you enter through the front door, the staircase is right in front of it and then it curls up to the hallway upstairs. So from upstairs, you can see the front door, like in the hallway there. So when I came out of my front, when I came into my front door, when I came out of my bedroom door um, and when, when my dad came out of his like, if you're at the front door, you can see people walking around upstairs. You can see their feet. I'm just trying to, like, paint a picture for you. <laughs> so anyway, I peer over the ledge down the stairs to see what Toby is barking at. And I see uh, a silhouette of somebody standing in our doorway, just standing there, not moving, just peering inside of our house, just a dark shadow of someone. And I'm like, Dad somebody is standing at our door and he's like what no 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 one's there and then he like started walking down the stairs I'm like dad be careful and he saw the person he's like all right you stay up there and I'm gonna go see who it is what this person wants I was like oh no dad don't do that that's not safe and he's like well I have to get him away and so I'm on my stomach laying down so that I can see this person and my head is just like peering around the corner between the railings watching. And my dad goes down there. Oh, so by the way, we have this, we have a front door, like the main door with a window. That, that's how I could see the man. Um, and then when you open the front door, there's a screen door. So he would be standing, I guess, in front of the screen door. But the screen door can't really protect you. And so my dad walks to the front door. And he starts to open it, and I'm losing my mind. Why on earth would you open the front door when there is a creepy person just standing there peering inside? So my dad goes, hi, can I help you? And I couldn't hear, but my dad told me that he said, can I borrow your phone? And my dad was like, no, sorry, you can't borrow our phone. My family is asleep. I'm not letting you inside. And then the man just turns around and walks away. Um, weird? For two reasons. One, if you desperately needed a phone that badly, you would not just stand at our door and stare inside. For who knows how long he was standing there, by the way, before my dog even noticed and started barking. If you really needed help, you would ring the doorbell, you would knock, you would try to get someone's attention. Second of all, if someone said, no, sorry, and you desperately really needed a phone, you would have some sort of reaction, like, oh, man, like, and explain yourself, explain the situation, like, my car just broke down, or like, I don't know, just something, not just turning around and walking away. And then my dad closed the door, and that was that. I don't think I slept that night, but... Ever since then, like, I sleep with locked doors. I, I was so scared. And living in Brampton is scary. Like, was that even a person? Was that a ghost? Was that real? Or was that just a really creepy human? Like, what, are, what was going on? I don't know. But that was such an eerie night. <laughs>
So luckily, nothing else happened for a while, like any weird paranormal experiences, until I think it was, it must have been like second or third year of university. It wasn't first because I was in residence. And then I moved into a house with my friends and I had a student house and something happened there. So one night, everyone in the house went out except me and let's call her Jess. <laughs> Jess and I stayed back, which is actually weird for me because I always jumped at the opportunity to go out and drink. So weird that I stayed in this night, but I did. And so it's just me and Jess alone in this big house. It's normally five of us, sometimes six or other people who stay over. Anyway, it's just us two. And both of us always got into really deep conversations. And so we started talking about um, spirits and ghosts and things. And she was telling me how she's experienced paranormal things in her past and stuff and how she has said that like sometimes she has felt her grandmother with her and there's she has known that there's been spirits around and stuff. And I said to her back, I was like, how can you tell if a spirit is good or if it's evil? And the second I said the word evil, our lamp that is sitting in the middle of our side table just falls off and crashes on the ground what? And then we screamed and held each other. Um, how does that happen? How do you explain that? It is a heavy, large lamp and it is in the middle of a large side table. How does it fall off? Again, same thing. No one else is there in the house. No, no gas, gas, gusting. That's the word. No gusting winds to knock over a huge lamp. That is pretty heavy. It's weird that the second I said evil, it fell off. And so we were so scared and we screamed because um, is whatever is in the room with us hinting that it's evil. <laughs> it was so scary. Um, so that was another thing I experienced. And I, I don't know if she remembers it, but whew, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. So since being a young kid, like a preteen... I hadn't ever experienced a paranormal thing in my adult life yet until that happened when I was with Jess that night. And then thankfully, nothing ever happened again, I don't think, not that I can recall, like ever in my life until last summer. So I went on for years and years and years all throughout my 20s without ever having any ghost encounters or, or anything like that. And I'm so thankful um, knock on wood, it doesn't pick up again. Um, so yeah, last summer was like the final kind of, I guess, paranormal experience that has happened to me in my life. My friend, let's call him Mitch, <laughs> came from California and we were hanging out one evening and... <laughs> So again, this is another situation where someone else is there too. So I know that it's not just me and I'm not going crazy. Like I'm not seeing things um, because this person also saw what I saw. So it's, I think it's getting dark out and we hop in his car and we're about to go somewhere. Don't remember the details. That's not important. And where I lived last summer, um, my front door was it backed onto an alleyway and then 
the alleyway went up a hill on both sides. So we back out and we're about to pull up driving along the hill and we both see two people just standing there at the top of the hill looking at us holding hands and they don't move and we're not moving and I'm like Matt do you see that he's like yes and then all of a sudden they like dashed like they were gone they're gone in like milliseconds looked like they had flown at like the speed of light because I saw like it looked like a flash like they like they flew really quickly at like nowhere they were gone all of a sudden and I was like where did they go and he's like I don't know that was so creepy we were both so creeped out we drove we turned around and we drove the other way out the alleyway I think I can't remember but it was so spooky what the heck was that right like how do you explain something like that as well we're both looking at these two people and then all of a sudden they just vanish what? Watch, watch, watch all of these experiences. Ugh. Just paranormal activity, right? <laughs> okay, that is all I have for you today for my spooky paranormal experiences. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed telling it to you, even though it gave me goosebumps reliving thinking about it all. <laughs> Okay, tune in next week for the very last episode of season one, and then I will return, and I will keep you posted in the next episode when that happens. Keep it real, keep it wild, stay safe out there, and welcome good vibes into wherever you are, okay? <laughs> Ooh.